Well, hey, this is Joey Furjanic, lead pastor of the Block Church. I want to thank you for joining us today. It's an honor to share this time together with you. We hope this message will touch, impact, and transform your life and help take us one step further on our journey to revive every block. What's up, everybody? Welcome again. My name is Joey. I'm the lead pastor right here at the Block Church. Want to welcome all of our physical locations and those joining us online. You chose a great day to hear God's word, be in the house of God, especially because we're celebrating today people who are getting adopted, adopted into our local church, our church family. And we'll explain why we use adoption versus membership a little bit later on in the message. But I just want to encourage you, it's going to be a great day because we're going to celebrate with those people, but also we're going to remind you and encourage you as to why being a part of the local church is both biblical and powerful for your life. So I'm going to give you a brief history of our church and my life, and then I'm going to turn it over to your location pastors and they're going to preach God's word and invite you to join this church family. But let me start a little bit with my testimony briefly. You know, we're from this area. My family is from Philadelphia. But when I was pretty young, we were invited. My parents were sent really to Orlando, Florida uh, to start a branch of the business. And so they did. And through a series of circumstances, uh, we end up at this local church. We were nominal Catholics uh, and nothing against our Catholic brothers and sisters. For us, it was kind of just dead religion and tradition. We didn't have a relationship with Jesus. But through some wild circumstances that I'll tell you another time, you know, my, my, my dad ends up meeting Jesus and eventually my mom, she gets discipled by these three ladies who start to teach her God's word and uh, about how to live as a follower of Jesus. And eventually my parents give their lives to Jesus. They sit their butts in a local church and they stayed there for 30 years and helped build that church and serve and give. And, and it's powerful to think about the fact that my parents are in that local church today. Furthermore, being a part of that church, the youth ministry around high school, I started to sense and feel the call of God. And I knew deep down one day, I would come back to Philadelphia and start a church. And so we did. And for me, let me just say this. The local church is, besides saying yes to Jesus and who you marry, being in the right local church is the most important decision you could ever make. All right, I want to say that one more time. Besides saying yes to Jesus and who you marry, I believe choosing the right local church is the most important decision you could ever make in your life. I know that because being a part of a local church has taught me and deposited so much in me. I love the church because I learned it's where the world doesn't revolve around me. It's a place where I was given confidence that anything is possible. It saved my life. It saved my family. I've learned so much like music and how to deal with money properly and how to care for people who can't care for themselves. And I saw the world through the local church. I've made some of the best friends I could have ever made. I met my wife. I have a family because of the church. I know what's the difference between a truth and a lie. I could just go on and on and on on as to why I love being a part of God's design for reaching people. I'm telling you, the local church is a special place because God designed it for you and I to be a part of it. And when it came time to start the block church, 
I knew the kind of church I wanted to, to, to begin. And I knew in high school I was supposed to go back to Philadelphia. And, 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 and so I always wanted to start a church that reached people who didn't know God. I wanted a church to care deeply for its community and serve its community and have great events that help reach people. I mean, this is what I envisioned. And so when we named the church, it was about being woven within the fabric of our city, the block church. And originally our tagline was one block at a time. I want to show you some fun uh, shirts. This was, I think, our second shirt. It said one block at a time. That was our original. Uh, and here's our little logo. And we thought we were so cool. Uh, and then our first shirt, I got to show you this one. This is hysterical. A teal shirt we gave to volunteers. How ugly is this? And <laughs> the goofy font. We thought we were just the best, but as time went on, we knew we needed to update our look. And so we started to get creative and that became a part of our church. You know, we, we had things like this. this is one of my favorite shirts, Revival. You know, I loved uh, the design here. Uh, one of my favorite moments in the history of our church was our five-year anniversary, Human. And uh, we've just done a lot of things throughout the years We've done a lot of things throughout the years that have spoken about our mission and who we are. And in 2014, my wife and I, we, excuse me, November 1st, 2013, we moved right into South Philly. We spent every single dollar we had. And we started gathering people and we started meeting people. And after a long, what felt like a forever year, we couldn't find anywhere to go. We end up in Port Richmond at Richmond Hall, and we start our church, November, excuse me, September 21st, 2014. A couple years later, we started to grow. We launched Center City in 2016, powerful time. Then a couple years after that, we launched the Northeast in 2018, and tons of growth and amazing things happened after this. Then fast forward to the pandemic, which was both extremely challenging and a creative time. Coming out of it, we had to move our church six times and essentially start over. We launched, however, we launched online, Northwest and Espanol. It's truly miraculous when you think about it. In 2022, we had to start getting more strategic because we were starting to get concerned about being moved out of venues again. And we said, we're going to launch a campaign called Here to Stay so that we could buy and get into strategic facilities in our city. And we then bought our first building, which is our Port Richmond building. And so the story and the journey of our church just continues. And I just wanna say thank you and remind you that our church is built on the sacrifice of many serving our communities, having deep friendships and community, having great events, preaching God's word, experiencing God's presence, we are a big family who breaks up into smaller communities on the weekend. And as I said before, today we're doing two things. And I'm turning it over to your location pastors in a moment. But today we are reflecting on what it means to be a part of a church family. And we are welcoming new people into this family. So at this time, our location pastors are going to preach God's word and share our heart for adoption. So location pastors, take it away. Hey online, so happy to be with you today. My name is Grace, I'm the Executive Pastor of Ministries and I've been part of our online location since the very beginning. 2020, when we started this, we were rolling 
9 or 12 services a Sunday, and for a while we thought the 9 p.m. service was a great idea. So even though I'm not a night person, I was committed to the 9 p.m. Maybe some of you watching were part of that. Let us know in the chat. Uh, I'd love to apologize to you that we no longer have 9 p.m. But you can tune in anywhere, and we're so glad that you are. Let us know where you are watching from today. That was always one of my favorite things about our online was seeing who was in the chat, who God brought, where they were watching from, and being able to build genuine community together. Today, we're talking about adoption, continuing that Fam I Love You series. And I've been a part of this church for nine years. I've been adopted um, back in 2014, and I have no regrets about that. It's been such a great journey to have more fun with people, meet, meet people that I never would have met otherwise. The local church is the brilliant part of God. Um, he really takes the first step to adopt us into his family to say that we get to be his kids and we're in the kingdom of God. But then he set it up so that local gatherings would happen weekly and consistently so that we could really be forming our relationships and growing together. And since being part of the Block Church, there's just been so many times where the church is really who meets me, who's lifting up my arms. When my mom died in 2020, it was the local church that really came around me and supported me, loved me, helped me in that dark time. And my parents are both first-generation Christians. And so growing up, I grew up in Arizona. The rest of my extended family was in Minnesota. And so who my cousins were, who my aunts and uncles and grandparents really were, were people in the local church. And I've lived that way since I was a little girl. I'm 34, and I've really only been part of three churches in my life. And so I know what it is to season after season, year after year, be part of the same church family. And my closest friends and confidants are people that I meet at church. And my hope is that each one of you would find that as well. And my real prayer is that the Black Church would be the place for you to grow and develop and come into the family of God. So let's talk about adoption for just a moment. The dictionary defines it as to taking by choice into a relationship voluntarily, um, taking people in as your own family, as your own child, and it's a formal acceptance. And so in your own life, there's probably a formal decision that you made, raising your hand for salvation, going forward to the baptism tank to be baptized. In Ephesians 1 verse 5, this is how the scriptures describe adoption. It says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. I love that. God is so pleased to have you be part of the family. The Urban Dictionary defines family like this. It says, a group of people, usually of the same blood, but not have to be, who genuinely love, trust, care about, and look out for each other. Not to be mistaken with relatives sharing the same household who hate each other. Love that Urban Dictionary. Real family is a bond that cannot be broken by any means. So our first takeaway is that God chose to adopt you voluntarily amidst all of your stuff. There's nothing too broken in your life or too wrong or anything that counts you out. God chose you voluntarily, invites you to be part of the family. The scriptures often describe him as the parent, us as the children. The second takeaway is God has a responsibility to us now that we are his kids. There's a responsibility 
But the God-centered community also has responsibility. So because God chose to adopt us, he promises that we will be his children. This is what Romans chapter 8, verse 15 says. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his children. And now we call him Abba, Father. God's responsibility and commitment to us as his adopted sons and daughters is to always be there for us. In the worst places and in the best places, he will not leave us. He will not forsake us. And the same goes for the family of God, which is the local church. We need to emulate our father's um, character and position towards us. So when you commit to a church family, you get adopted into the family of God. There's a commitment to be with each other through the good and the bad, through the highs and the lows, to really know each other and not settle for broken relationships, being silly, being petty. Sometimes we lose friends and we go look back and we can't even remember why. Why did I stop being friends with them? In the family of God, we are called to reconcile and to work through conflict and stay connected. So there's three W's for our responsibility in community. The first one is that we will watch out for your soul. So maybe you're watching today and you've already been adopted member of the block church. Let this be a reminder. We have a responsibility to each other, watching out for each other's soul. That means accountability. That means prayer. That means fighting for each other to have the best. The second W is that we will walk with you in the highs and the lows. We'll weep when you weep. We will cheer when you win. This is my personal favorite commitment to walk out with other people and to receive from them. The third W is we will work out differences together. There's so many differences, race, politics, status, but we work through those things to be family, to be committed, to voluntarily say, I'm with you. So we watch out for souls, we walk with each other, and we work out differences. Our third takeaway What is the family of God? Let's look at scripture in Acts 2. There is a great robust section of scriptures that describe what the early church, the first followers of Jesus, before there was religion and going through the motions or just a culture of Christianity, these were people wholeheartedly devoted to being brothers and sisters. Let's look at what life was like for them. Acts 2, 42 to 47. It says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over all of them, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. All the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day. They met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of the people. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. So what's our responsibility as a family member? There's four keys. First is attend. Attend more than you miss. The scriptures say all the believers met together in the temple to worship. You got to show up, be in the chat, comment, come to church. The second thing is serve. Scriptures say each day the Lord added to their number. And later in Acts, we see where the leaders turned over the responsibility of the ministry to the people. We serve each other. We meet each other's needs. We look out for each other and, and put each other's needs first. 
Third thing is that we are called to connect, real connection with each other. They met in homes. They had supper together. They ate food. They had communion. They were going out into the street together. They really did life together. And that's our hope and prayer that you would find that as well. The fourth thing is to give. They shared everything they had. They sold their possessions. They gave generously. So attend, serve, connect, give. As you take the step to be adopted in the block church, you are saying, hey, I'm gonna do these things to the best of my ability. God, would you help me to do these things? Andrew has been part of our online location for a number of years. When he was living in Philadelphia, he was part of our church here, and then he moved back to Connecticut, but he has stayed a committed adopted member. He's still attending every Sunday. You've probably seen him in the chat. Hey, Andrew. He has been serving, uh, connecting with other people. He's been um, in block groups and he's continued to give. He's maybe had to be more creative, not being at our physical locations, but online has been his commitment. And Andrew, we wanna celebrate your example in this. The early church in Acts, they, they legitimately went through so much more than you and I could really imagine. They had great disease. They, they didn't have venues or cool churches to meet at. They were meeting at the river. They were meeting in homes. They were doing life together through great persecution and great threat to their lives, to their family. But they chose each other. They stuck together. They sacrificed for each other. And I just wanna make clear to all of you that are watching and maybe you're part of the block church or you're thinking about it. We didn't bring you into this church and we didn't bring you to Christ. It's the Holy Spirit who does that. And our prayer as a church staff is that the Holy Spirit would very clearly draw people in, convict their hearts, lead them. If they're supposed to be planted here, make it clear to them. So we've been praying for you today, been praying that the Holy Spirit would really illuminate that and lead you. As we get planted in churches, we literally get the opportunity to affect generations. There's a real opportunity for legacy. The church is the vehicle that God uses to bring Jesus to humanity. We get to represent Him in our jobs, in our families, through the local church. And we get to grow in that more and more as we are being discipled by somebody above us and discipling somebody down. And the local church is the best place that that happens so regularly. The Apostle Paul who wrote the New Testament, the majority of it, uh, spent most of his life writing. And these letters that we reference so often on Sundays are letters to churches, compelling and inspiring these churches to work in their cities, to work their soil, to build the kingdom. So as you're watching today, my question for you is, will you work the soil with us? Will you help us to revive every block? Will you take the step to be adopted today, be part of the family and this great, great mission that God has given us? If you want to be adopted, there's a link in the description. You can fill out that quick form and our team will connect with you and respond. If you're watching today and you're not yet a Christian and you're just stuck on, man, I want to be adopted by God. I want to be his son or his daughter. I want to have access to all that that gives me. There is no time to wait. You can respond to Jesus right now. Comment in the chat, let our team know. You can email us amen at theblockchurch.org and we'll follow up, give you some next steps and pray with you. But let me pray for all of us right now. 
Jesus, we are so thankful for your word. We're thankful for the opportunity to say yes to you, to come into your family, the Capital C Church, and be brothers and sisters no matter where we're living or um, what our education status is or what our awareness of the scriptures are. You invite us in and the scriptures say to believe, to confess that you are our savior and we need our sins forgiven. And God, as many who are in our church are taking the step to be adopted today, God, I pray that you would just steal our hearts together and bond us in unity, that we would truly operate um, in unity. And as brothers and sisters, that we would work and watch out for each other and walk with each other. God, that you would empower us to attend, serve, connect, and give, that you would transform us from the deepest parts of our life and soul and mind. And uh, God, I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the Block Church. Thank you for the opportunity to be connected together. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. I especially want to thank those of you who give generously to help us revive every block. If you enjoyed this message, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, screenshot it, and post your social stories and tag us at the Block Church. We'd love to hear from you and how you found this encouraging and inspiring. Thanks again, and God bless you.